Hello. Hello. Good morning. Um, I don't even know where to begin, dude. Uh, other than the fact that I am enjoying a cup of freedom. <laughs> Old Salt Coffee. Our friends at Old Salt Coffee. We love them. And uh, uh, please, 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 please help us donate one dollar. And then I did notice that Rick um, messed up last week. It still says 10% discount with the code Trevino. It is not a 10% discount with the code Trevino. It is a $1 to our veterans. And then get the code right. Is it Trevino 10 or just Trevino? <laughs> Rick, waiting on Rick. Um, but we got we to figure it out. Any, anyway, the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> we got to figure it out, but the, we don't know what it is. I thought the code was Trevino 10. Um, no, The, the point anymore. that I am trying to make is that if you buy a... Uh, bag of coffee from Old Salt Coffee, even one, they will give us a dollar. So hopefully you will buy 100 bags over a year or 50 bags over a year. And I get $50 from you to help our veterans uh, with Helicopters for Heroes. And we talked a lot about that last episode. And I don't think that that we need to hammer on that. But you know what we do. You know what we do. Um, And then, of course, our friends at Aztec Chevrolet, who are just absolutely wonderful and and i can't tell you enough you know i talked to jerry yesterday they're on their way to vegas for a a car guy conference Uh um but they could not be any happier with all of us so thank you guys so much for the aztec chevrolet support and it it was uh it was so funny and and this is where we got to get old salt coffee too right Uh almost every single market we go to Somebody yells out Aztec Chevy. Someone shouts at the end of the show. Yeah. They're like, Aztec, Aztec Chevy. And I just think it's so freaking cool that 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 we we've reached people like that. And and I, I do want to say that, you know, we are in business with just really good people. Yeah. And and that's what we are um continuing to try to do. So um I am very excited about this podcast because this podcast is a very special moment for me and Renee. Um, we did not have the best morning this morning, but <laughs> that's what happens when Rick, uh, Rick gives us too much time in the morning to yeah. chat before we get in front of the camera. No, but I, but I will say in our relationship as, as, as much as we love each other uh-huh. and we do. Yeah. Um, and as, and as appreciative as we are, we still get into our tiffs. Yes. But I will say that, that I am, I do see progress. In our tips. Uh-huh. You do? Um, well, I, I just think that we we, we 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 have learned to communicate a little better. Actually, a lot better, in my opinion, when it comes to the TIFF side of things. I would agree with that. Sure. You know, and I'm really proud of us. And, and you know, I, I, I do hope that when people watch us on stage or they watch this podcast, that they realize that, that we are not perfect. Yeah. We are far from perfect. But... You know, and, and it's funny because I've been saying it on stage about try, mm-hmm. right? I've been saying on stage that, you know what? My wife and I try. Yeah. Right. And I think that, I think that in a relationship, if one or both parties decides to not try yeah, any longer, that the relationship falls well, apart. Well, that's the epitome of marriage, right? That's like commitment, marriage, commitment. That you're going to continue to try. Yeah. And, and I think that sometimes, I mean, obviously, look, you know, divorce is sometimes um, unavoidable. Yeah. Um, but I've learned such valuable lessons from you over time and in my life. And, and one of those is, 
is to not consider divorce that we're in it to be here. Yeah. Number one. And number two, um, to communicate better. Yeah. Right. And, um, we, I was proud of us today and, and, you know, well, you always make the joke too, that like you talk about when you get a divorce, you just like multiply your problems. The whole yeah, like... And I'm still trying to get that joke to be funnier, but you know, <laughs> but it's sad and it's true. Well, yeah. It, Cause it is like, like, you know, I always say like, okay, me and you have problems. All right. Uh-huh. But we have kids together. So even if we get a divorce, we're still in each other's lives. Yeah. We still have problems. Yeah. And then because I look the way I look and I'm as old as I am, <laughs> I now have to marry a woman that she had problems. She still has problems. She got a divorce. And now I have her problems as well. Plus yeah. the problems that me and her have right. in our relationship. Plus the problems me and you have. Well, yeah. Cause you're still the same person bringing the same faults just to a different <laughs> right. marriage, like or a different person. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the, the, the bit that I'm working on is to try to get um, that on stage to be funnier. It's just a wording thing. I'm, I'm having such a hard time trying. And I actually uh, thank you for bringing it up because I, I worded it so much better on the podcast <laughs> than, I, than I do on stage. Um, but one of the things that, that Renee and I have really been getting into, um, and I don't know, and I was asking that, like, where did, where did all this... Um, um, obsession with with Ricky and Lucy come from all of a sudden. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, the yeah. I love Lucy situation. And we so I we I watched the movie first and I was like, oh my god, Renee, you have to watch this. And movie. then I think it was was it over a holiday or something like I didn't get to watch the whole movie, but it was playing in the background constantly. And your oh, you mom were so and Art were like, watching I have to watch it, it just like, by I myself. Seen, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen this piece. Like I was getting it in chunks. So I think I probably watched it like three times. But it, but you also watch it three times because it is very compelling. But we're talking about, you're, you're talking about the there. Aaron Sorkin movie. The movie, yes. Right? Right now, yes. So then Renee, on the way to Palm Beach to meet me, downloaded the Amy Poehler um There's an Amazon documentary. documentary right now, yeah. And I will say this, that it was, for me, and how much it related to my life, it was very refreshing, yet scary. Yeah. Scary in the fact that they ended up getting divorced and, and, and the daughter actually says, here's a couple that loved each other so much that in order to also have a family, they decided that Lucy insisted that Ricky be her co-star yeah. in the TV show so that they could be together so that they could also raise kids. They wanted to be a family together and not live this crazy life. And, and that and it, show was the purpose. And it's scary because, you know, me and you, that is our goal. Yeah. Our goal is to work together. I believe in your talent. You believe in my talent. Yeah. You know, we do everything together because we want to hang on to this somewhat normal life. Yeah. And be together, husband and wife. But then it was scary at the end to, to, to watch it. And, and ultimately, they ended in divorce. Yeah. So that was a little scary for me. And, and it, it is also scary to me, too, that, you know, when you're watching somebody talk and then they say something that just really hits you. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't even talked to you about this. One of the things that really hit me was that Ricky says, I have a problem with moderation. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I, I heard him talk about it and I was like, oh, my God, that's me. Yeah. Right. You know, and he said, when I work, I work too hard. Right. When Mm -hmm. I love, I love too hard. When I drink, 
I drink too hard, right? Yeah. And that was a big lesson for me, you know, watching this documentary and going, okay, you know, number one, why did it fall apart when you have these two people who are clearly madly in love with each other like yeah. you and you are? And part of the reason Ricky was able to admit, part of the reason was because of his lack of moderation. Yeah. Right? So um, it made me go, okay, am I going to be able to take this lesson that I learned from Ricky yeah. and apply it to myself, right? Because yeah. I, I do I do have issues with moderation. You know, when I drink, I fucking drink. It's time yeah. to drink and I want to drink all night and I don't stop and, you know... When I gamble, I want to gamble. I want to. I want to be there all night. I want to gamble stop at two a.m. You, know, you have right. to go until five a.m. I, I want to yeah. go until I can't. Right, and and you know, but but I think that you know, interestingly enough, before that, I have now started to learn moderation with food. Right, for the first mm -hmm. time in my life, I'm finally getting to a point where I'm okay not going nuts when I go. That's to a hard one. It's hard. All it's of it's a hard, hard one. But, you know, there, there, you know, this leads me to, um, you know, the conversation that I wanted to have. And I, <laughs> it was funny cause you know, me and you were, we had our little tiff and then, and then I go, well, this is what I want to talk about on the podcast. And you were like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I don't get it. I just wasn't, I'm, and I still don't know if I am, I'm still not, um, following your, your logic or what your thought was. Like you were trying to, which maybe is why we had a tip in the first place this morning. You were trying to communicate something and I wasn't following along with you. Well, so I'm going to try to art, art, articulate, <laughs> uh, articulate, articulate, I did it on purpose, articulate my point. And you know, we, I always read the comments. Renee has no time for you people, but <laughs> But I always read the That's comments. But I, but I have not read probably the last episode. Last, last 15. Two, two episodes. Um, so we, we released uh, a little bit of I Speak Wife. And, and you know, some uh, one of the comments was, I was at that taping. When is it going to be fully released? So I will answer that here on the podcast. Yeah. It has become um, very complicated, that special. We sold it. They gave it back. We sold it. They gave it back. Uh, we waited. We thought it was going to go through. It didn't go through. Uh, so it, it, that special has just been a, a roller coaster ride as to what's going to happen. And it's so it. good. We want you to see it. I'm so proud of it. And and we have decided and we worked out a deal with something that could be very, very special for us. Right. Um, with somebody. And they let us release 15 minutes of it. And then we will decide when we release it in its, in, 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 in its entirety. In entirety? <laughs> Entirely. Basically, what Steve just said is we can release a small portion of it in little clips at the moment. And at the we're moment. so excited to share it. So we released this clip and, and it's doing fantastically well on Facebook. And I believe, Rick, that we are going to release it on TikTok today and Instagram. We're hoping we're just you know, stuff, yes. yes. So we're very excited about it and, and it is doing very well. So then, you know, I'm always like, okay, well, let me read the comments, right? And we, we've had amazing comments but one of the comments well you got to tell people what which clip it is first if they don't know so it is a clip about learning how to speak wife and that clip that we shared because we call it i speak wife that clip that we shared the reason that we shared it is because that is when i got the idea of the whole concept of how to speak wife and how a wife speaks mm -hmm. to get what uh what she needs accomplished right yeah um and and in the bit 
you know, basically a young man, and this is all true, a young man comes up to me, and I'll never forget, it was Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, New York. Uh-huh. And across the street from the comedy club is a casino. How convenient. Yes, and I love clubs like that. And this young man comes up to me, and he was married, and he comes up to me, he says, I'm a big fan, I would like to have a drink with you. And I remember in that moment thinking like, hey dude, like, have you talked to your wife about this? Yeah. Right? And I go, I go, well, why don't you ask your wife? Right? Oh, I go, I go, I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to go to the casino. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink Crown. I'm going to play craps. You're more than welcome to join me. Yeah. And this young man, without hesitation, without looking at his wife, he goes, I'm going to be there. Right? And all those things went through my mind as a, as a man who has been married for quite some time uh-huh. was number one, have you talked to your wife about this? <laughs> you know, number two, why are you acting alone? Yeah. And why are you saying, I want to have a drink with you and not words like us or we, right? Right. So you're not even including her, right? Uh-huh. So then, you know, I go ask your wife. I remember telling him like, well, ask your wife. And I, and he literally, sometimes these jokes, they just, I just tell the story exactly <laughs> the way it happened. And he goes, man, my wife is cool. Uh-huh. Right. And then after he said that I added the next part, but after he said that he goes, babe, can I go with Steve to the casino and have a drink? And I remember her looking at him in his face and she goes, do whatever you want. Uh-huh. Right. And he goes, see, I told you she's cool. Yeah. And it was like, dude, you don't fucking get it. She didn't say, but in that moment, how did she say, do whatever you want? She says, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right? Because sometimes there's do whatever you want. Like, right. Yeah. But she was, so then anyway, I told, you know, in the joke, I go, that's a trap. Like, don't go. Uh-huh. Right? You were on a date. Yeah. And on that date, I am not invited. <laughs> And you are now inviting me on this date that you don't know you're having. Yeah. Right. So anyway, somebody, somebody sent a a message and it said how to be subservient to your wife and lose all free will by Steve Trevino. Oh, and the comments, someone commented. Okay. And and I read that comment and, and most of the time, like, man, I will not engage. Yeah. But I thought, did you, I did. And, and, and let me tell you why I did, because I thought it was a really cool opportunity to express how I feel about that bit and about his comment that if you don't see the deeper part of that joke and uh-huh. you just think it's funny, yeah, this is an opportunity for you to read this and understand the deeper meaning, number one. Number two, if you're somebody that does see the deeper meaning in this joke, uh-huh. then I, I confirm it and you go, oh, I did see it. Right, okay. Right? And for this guy to realize that... that when you he's get, seeing the surface level of your humor. He's seeing the complete surface level of the humor, and he's not understanding that the true, the depth of that joke uh-huh. is that when you first get married, especially as a guy, yeah, you do not consider your partner's feelings, thoughts, or how they, how what they want to do. There's a learning curve to speaking life, babe. But that's my point. Yeah. And that's exactly why the joke is so funny because it's not about her saying, setting this trap for him. Uh-huh. It's deeper than that. She wasn't setting a trap for him. It's not about setting a trap. She was merely saying, you are acting alone. 
you did not ask, you know, my opinion or my feelings. Right. And now you've put me in the spot and asked me right in front of the dude. Right. And, and you didn't even ask, but he never asked her. Oh, he didn't. Okay. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the point is that he never asked her. He came up to me and said, I would like to have a drink with you. And I said, I'm going to have a drink. And he goes, well, I will be there. Really? Yeah. Have you discussed this with your partner, your teammate? Yeah. The other human in your life? Yeah. Right? So as you get married, her speaking wife is teaching him. <laughs> Basically, you have to be a therapist. <laughs> well, you do have to be a therapist. And, and, it's, and it is a woman's way of not going, hey, dickhead. Yeah. You're acting alone. You haven't asked me. You know, how do you know? Hey, I wanted it to be a date between me and you. Right. I would like to hold your hand on the way home and talk about this comedy show. Yeah. You know, because we never get away, because we have kids or we haven't been on a date. Right. I would like this to be a date, number one. Or number two, hey, I've been at work all day. I'm exhausted. Right? right. I'm really tired. I did this for you because you wanted to go to the comedy club. And now you're dragging me to a casino with a dude. What am I going to do? Yeah. 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 Right. So now this dude's playing cause, uh, uh, craps with me. Uh -huh. And now you have this wife just standing behind him. What the fuck is she going to do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in the, in the comment that I gave back, I said, look, had, had he spoken to her and said, Oh my God, I'm a huge Steve Trevino fan. If I, if, if I, if we have an opportunity to have a drink with him, would you, would you like to go? Or I'm going to ask him to have a drink with me. Honey, it's a dream come true for me. Yeah. If he says yes, do Can you. Can I put you in a cab? <laughs> or, or, yeah. Or do you yeah. mind hanging out while I have a drink with this guy? Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. a bucket list thing for me to give her the opportunity to go, hey, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If he has a drink with you, I'm in. Right. I support you. If he wants to have a drink with you, I'll hang out. I'll yeah. be cool. But when you don't even ask and consider, then it's a, all right, motherfucker, do whatever you want. Yeah. So that's the deeper part of that joke. Sure. But that comes, like I said, there's a learning curve for, uh, for speaking wife. And, and that's it why it's hindsight, funny. The hindsight of being in a relationship. And, and, and that's why that going whole, through that. exactly. That's why that whole run of I speak wife is really funny. Yeah. And I always, and in I speak wife, I approach it to you just got married, pay attention. But you know what? That's also the really hard, tricky part about splitting, particularly your specials into clips like that. Cause the conversation we have all the time is like, there, especially in that special, there are so many great bits, but you tell these long, lengthy stories and like you go back to them later. Well, everything, and, everything adds up, right? Yeah. And so to find bits or chunks that are made to be consumed in small tidbits is like trickier than people think. It is trickier, but, but I, I think that the majority of our audience and the majority of the people, uh, I think a hundred percent of the people that, that have been faithful to this podcast completely understand. Oh yeah, sure. And I think there's so many people that are, that are into what we do understand that, that no, my wife does not completely control my life. Yeah. Right. However, there has been, sure? oh, <laughs> there, there has been a learning curve as to, you know, Hey, I have to take into consideration what you would like to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. You can't just drag me along and make your own decisions in a marriage. Yeah. Once you get married, you now have somebody else that you're accountable to that every decision that you make, and not every, but the big decisions that are made, 
should be discussed. Sure. Right? Yeah. And then you have kids. I was going to say, and it's it's usually dictated by the kids. <laughs> then you have like, kids and then guess what? Now the things that you do should have your kids also in mind. Yeah. You know, which is why when you go on the road with me, I don't go out at night as, you know, as late I come home yeah. so that I can wake up with my kids and my family. I make that decision. And, and I think that a lot of these macho bullshit men have this idea that I pay the fucking bills. I do what I want. Well, that is a shitty attitude. Yeah. You know, you're, you are not going to find yourself in a successful marriage. If you have that attitude, I pay the bills. I'm my own person. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Well, then your wife after a while goes, well, wait a minute. Do I not exist? Do I not help with the kids? Do I not contribute financially? Do I, you know? Yeah. And you go, well, fuck you then. And then all of a sudden now you have a husband that does whatever the fuck he wants and a wife that does whatever the fuck she wants. And now all of a sudden the two feelings in a marriage yeah. are not being considered. And that is what is so deep about the I speak wife joke is here's a young man that just got married who needs to be taught, Hey, there's somebody else in your life now. Yeah. And that somebody's voice deserves to be heard right now. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, I, I get my guy time. You get your girl time. You know, we work very hard and sometimes you don't get as much girl time as you would like. Cause I, I just saw your face. Um, <laughs> But, you know, we try to, you know, give each other space as well as me and you are together all the time. Right. And, and to be honest with you, I, I would rather be with my wife mm -hmm. than by myself. Yeah. You know, I'd rather, you know, party with my wife, be out with my wife than by myself. Right. Yeah, and, sure. And, and a lot of guys... You know, they have this attitude of like, well, I, you know, I want to be, you know, drinking with Trevino. Well, but you have a wife. Yeah. I, my wife's not there right now. I'm able to go to the casino because my wife is not here. My kids aren't here. Right? Yeah. I have that free time. Why don't you ask your wife if she's willing to jump on board? With, yeah. Um, with a, uh, Rick's typing something, so <laughs> I, I think he's saying move on. No. Um, but we had a we had a wonderful um, trip to Palm Beach. You know, we sold more tickets than we've ever sold. Yeah, Palm Beach is such a a really nice, beautiful, nice place. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's it's nice. The fans are nice. The family that comes out is nice. We, you know, Rick and Gigi were able to come. Yeah, we got to visit with them a little bit. Got to have dinner with them. Um, you know, Dave J is becoming um, a big part of the team. We haven't talked about Dave on the podcast, have we? I think we have a little bit. Yeah. yeah Dave and I met doing the Ha Festival for HBO. And, and I just took a liking to him and, and started taking him on the road. And, and it was supposed to be kind of a every once in a while thing because I was not willing to take on another comedy project because <laughs> comedians are so fucking stubborn. And then this guy comes along and man, he has been just a, uh, he's just added so much value to, to the tour, to the things he knows, his attitude. And he's really funny. He's Your really crowd funny. seems to really like him too. He's really funny. He's, he's very sarcastic with his, um, attitude uh -huh. right um very funny guy and 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 very coachable we talk comedy all the time 
and he actually brought his Captain Evil with him to uh, Palm Beach. So we actually had got the chance, even though they have four or four kids, yes. to uh, to eat dinner with his wife. She's really funny too. She's very funny, and and it was so interesting to me. Um, you know, and you just and it's and it's funny because I I picked on you a little bit, but you know we're all so different, mm-hmm. right? You know she is uh, she is definitely made and wants to be a mommy. Oh my God, at dinner. So she has four. And when she was like, yeah, I'm gunning for a fifth. I literally felt like my face twitching. <laughs> like I was going to have a stroke. <laughs> Just her talking about having five And what's children. even crazier is that it's so methodical. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she's like, oh no, I plan it so that nobody has a birthday yeah. in the same month. There's a March, an April, and a May, and a June, yeah. right? Is that All in is? a row. And, and away from the holidays, so they don't have to share their birthday with Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like, And, and you know, her goal is another kid, and she loves being a mom, and she loves cooking dinner for them. And, and, yeah. you know, and then I give you hell about it, and you're like, fuck you. You know, and I'm... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, look at her, four kids, doesn't complain. Her husband's on the road making zero money. She's so happy. You know? <laughs> um, but, you know, it was, it was it was just nice to to sit down, have a dinner with your friends, you know. Yes. And then, of course, you know, the green room got wild. Oh, know? my God. We ended up like laughing and joking after oh, all night long. At the end of the night. We met um, this young kid named Eli um, uh, Villalobos. Uh-huh. I think that's right. Six foot four, just good looking kid mm-hmm. playing for um, the minor league baseball team for the Marlins. Yes. Throws the ball 97 miles an hour and shows up with this girlfriend that is almost as tall as him. Right? How tall would you say she is? I don't know. She's tall. Because she wears heels too. No, she wasn't. Well, when I saw her, she was in flats. And she's still... And she's she was very tall. Six foot? I don't know. Yeah. She's probably six foot. Yeah. Very pretty. And, and I just really admired, um, you know, their love for each other, right? And and they just got engaged. And I, I you know, I found it very interesting because I'm like, wow, I'm like, wait a minute, you're 24? Uh-huh. And you look like that? And you want to be engaged? <laughs> when I was 24, I looked like this. And did not want to be engaged, you know, but you know, I, I, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Really good guy. She's a great girl. We, you know, so it was just a really great productive weekend and it was just so nice to have you without the kids. Yeah. I went out without the kids. I flew out on, uh, you flew out ahead of me and then I went and met you. And and, and I think that that's something that we could do again. Yeah. You know, and, and even if it was one night. You know, I would have been happy with flying you out. Not that I'm, what I'm saying is not that I'm not happy that we got to spend two nights together. Right. But with, it's just both of us being away from the, from kids, the kids. Is right. Yeah. So we don't like to do that. I don't, I don't like to do that to the kids. I mean, I would even think, you know, leaving on Saturday morning, getting there, having dinner, being able to go to the club together as a couple, yeah, having some drinks and coming back on Sunday together. Yeah. And we're only gone a day. Yeah, no, no, it's great. The only hard part is we both come back like exhausted, and and that's the not both of us. (laughs) Not both, dude. Rick, I loved it. This we got home, and she's like, "I need a nap. I need to go to bed." And I'm like, "Well, when I get home off the road, my wife's like, come on, let's go.' 
daddy time. I've set up a dinner. I've set up this. I've set up that. Let's go. I don't want to hear it. And I have to, I have to hit the ground running. And, and Renee, she came Oh my God, I'm so tired. And I'm like, well, I did an extra day of that. Um, but we we did love, um, the Palm beach club. Yeah. The management, we just had so much fun. And, and it, it what is it called? City place. I think so. City center. It's called city center. City center. It's just so nice, dude. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I always tell the story of like, you know, growing up in Gregory Portland and, and, uh, you know, being 22 years old, getting flown to Palm beach to do comedy and you end up there. It's like a different world, a completely different world. I mean, Texas. Yeah. You want to talk about being overwhelmed with like, holy shit. Yeah. People live like this. You know, and, and Gregory Portland is just country, you know. And I'm sure that when they come to us, people live like this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just one of those things, man, where I remember getting there and being like, I, I mean, a, 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 a feeling coming over me. Yeah. I mean, but everything's perfectly manicured and like landscaped. It's just, it's crazy. The cobblestone and, and yeah. every other car is a Mercedes and a Tesla and a land road. I mean, it was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like it is super nice. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like it, 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 palm trees, uh-huh. a, a giant three story light up tree. Oh, I think we talked about the like, tree before. Yeah. It was insane, but we had a wonderful time. I sat it by was. the pool for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Renee went shopping, came back with shoes. Yep. <laughs> Dude, ever, like, I managed to find a way to fit three pairs of shoes in your suitcase. <laughs> she was like, "You have room in your suitcase?" I'm like, "Yeah, I brought the same shit. <laughs> I have the same shit I have every year." But we came home and we left 85 degree weather, and now I'm in sweatpants because Texas is so Freezing. cold right now, and. You know, we are trying to get back in the groove. We, I missed Garrett's first Little League game. Yes, that that was the the thing was that we were both gone for his first Little League game. But he didn't. It didn't seem to bug him too much. He was like really excited. Oh, you know what bummed me out more than the Little League game is he finally lost his first tooth and we weren't here. I know. I and, really and wanted to be here, like for that. Those are the things that just. You know, they, they break my heart. You know? But you know what? I, I'm thinking that maybe because it, it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that maybe it might have sold the tooth fairy because when we were in the dentist last time, he was like asking all sorts of questions. The ladies, I'd see him pass by like laughing because they could hear our conversation. But he was like asking about the tooth fairy and how much money does the tooth fairy give and how generous are they? And he's so, like, I don't know if I believe in it. Miss and- Betty totally stepped it up. Yeah. And left him $5 from the tooth fairy. Yes. And since it was his first tooth. It was his first tooth. And then Garrett, <laughs> that kid trips me out. He goes, dad, uh, we have a very generous tooth fairy. <laughs> very generous. <laughs> the tooth fairy is very generous. <laughs> and <laughs> she left me. Why is the tooth fairy got to be a chick? But uh, you know, I guess because it's a fairy. But yeah. uh, he was like, she left me $5. And that was. Very generous. And I know that was generous and I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we talked because we I, had a discussion. He and I had a whole discussion about how a dollar is the going rate for is the average rate for most kids too. You know, we were talking about that with 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 Gladys and Tim, you know, where uh 
uh, Christian uh-huh. had gotten a very generous, you know, th- I, I, mean, I would get a quarter. Yeah. That's what I, I literally yeah, yeah. a quarter. Yeah. Someone told me for their girl that they would um, like cover the quarter in glue and like dip it in glitter, get it all glittered up. And that was what the tooth fairy brought. See, that's too much. Yeah. We're not. No, uh, see, I uh, love that. So I'm like, maybe I can step it up for the second tooth when I'm home. And then I was laughing because I sit down and behind Renee are these two reefs with eggs all over them for Easter. <laughs> and literally I'm looking at them. I'm like, Oh, I got to talk about this bullshit. <laughs> like hanging on the thing. And then Renee was like, Oh, those don't go up yet. It's not even St. Patrick's day yet. <laughs> we are not decorating for St. Patrick's day. No, no, no. We're not doing St. Patrick's day decorations. We're not. There's no, no I just did way. a little bit for Valentine's day. And then I, we love Easter. So we'll do, we'll do some Easter stuff in here. Easter, we're very excited about. That's a, a a big one for me and Renee. And that's another thing when you speak wife. If you like the Super Bowl and she does not, don't throw a party. Because <laughs> then she doesn't give a fuck. And she refuses to help. And she goes on strike. But if you find something you both like, then you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. Is that true or false? See or no? It's pretty true. It's yeah. pretty true. And pretty evil. <laughs> that is why you are. Captain Evil. Captain Evil. Um, but we are showing up with, with new merch. Uh-huh. Uh, on the road, which is very exciting. And, and we're going to be putting that up. And then um, because of those clips. Yes. Um, we we would like to. And, and, and part of the reason, too, is because we're so scared as to. Social media is constantly changing and growing. And, and well, let's go to TikTok, you know, and, and we want to let people know where our shows are. Yeah. And we want to let the people that care about our shows know where we're going to be because a lot of times you know i'll leave a city and it happens every city oh we see it in the comments all the time when we come back and we like talk about where we've been on the podcast people like oh my god you were in palm beach how did i miss it um so if you don't want to miss things yeah the best way to do it is to get on our email list which is through my website and then to incentivize you to get on our email list yes we have decided that all these clips that we're going to be sending out from i speak wife you are going to get them first. Yeah. You get on the email list, you get the videos first, you get to see them first, you get to share them first, and then... And we're not going to bombard you with like crap. Like there's some things they like send you an email every week and I'm like, I already have enough crap in my email inbox. I don't need more of that. I'm not signing up for stuff. We do a monthly update newsletter on the Trevino's. And then what we do after that is if we are coming to your specific city... Then you'll get an email from yeah. us saying, hey, we're coming to your city. So it's not a weekly, you know, yeah. email from Steve Trevino like I get from the MGM Grand. It's, <laughs> oh, you get it more than every week. <laughs> oh, I get MGM Grand. I get Windstar. I get I mean, every casino. I get I, every week. They, every two days they're sending me shit. Um, but no, we, we really want to, number one, be able to communicate with you and let you know that we're coming to your town. Yeah. And then number two, uh, incentivize you with uh something a little special because thank you yes right so that's what we're doing and then this week um i will be at the gold strike casino in tunica in tunica all of 24 hours and then we are going to do spring break with garrett in brea yeah california and then we're planning on taking garrett to disneyland I was talking to Frank. Yeah. Is Disney the way to go? Well, he goes, if you take Delilah to Universal Studios, there's zero for her to do. Yeah. But if you take her to Disney, there's things for her to do. And then Garrett's at the age that now Garrett has, 
is at the top of the food chain at Disneyland uh-huh. for rides. Yeah, that's true. Right. So yeah. now he can ride everything. He can participate in everything. That was know. very valuable inside knowledge. Thank you, Frank. Yes. So big Frank, um, let us know that we should go to Disney. So I'm going to reach out to our friend at Disney uh-huh. if he still works there so that we can get the Royal treatment. Cause I like it. <laughs> I, like I know everyone it. thinks Captain Evil is the bougie one, but let's be honest, it's Mr. Trevino. I have become accustomed to, uh, <laughs> to certain things, you know, and, and it, is, it is interesting and funny how, you know, your perspective changes over time and you, uh-huh. get, you get used to certain things, you know, but we all go through that. Yeah. You know, it, it's, you know, you, me and you used to go camping on a beach in Malibu with a tent and a chair. Yeah, not doing it. Yeah. I don't think I'm taking you camping <laughs> with a tent and a chair. Any, any, I don't think it's happening. So we all get accustomed to a certain uh, way of doing things. But um, very excited with all the things coming on. Delilah is doing amazingly well. Yeah. Oh, I'm so in love with that little girl. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it, open it, up, 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 up. Open it has become one word. And then when I tried to get her to slow it down, I was like, open it, open it. She goes, open it. Open it, open it. And then I taught her again. And what did she say? Again, 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 again. Cause I'm, you know, I wrestle with her. I throw her around. I put her up. And then I would cross my legs, you know, like this. And then she would sit on my foot and then I'd do that, you know, and it's not easy. Yeah. I get tired. And then now I'm just sitting there watching TV and she's like grabbing my foot <laughs> and then straddling it and going again, 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 you know. Um, so it's a, it is a really um, special time for me and Delilah. And, and I just, yesterday you left me with her uh-huh. for a couple of hours and it was just awesome. I mean, yeah. I, you know, and I used to do it with Garrett. You know, we get on the bed, we have this big king size bed. And I'm throwing her over here and I'm throwing her over there. And then I would take off her socks and pretend to smell them and faint. And, you know, and we just had, you know, you have these moments with your kids where you're like, oh my gosh, like it is going by so fast. And I just enjoyed that two hours with her on the bed, Yeah. you know, and, and Garrett is becoming now you can tell he gets a little jealous. You know, if I'm playing with just Delilah or hugging on Delilah, he wants to, yeah. To, to squeeze in. And of course, I, I always remember to also squeeze on him. Right. Yeah. And, and it's scary because. Well, for five years, it was just him, only yeah. him. And we're learning that. Yeah. Like me and you are learning to, oh, yeah, let's go do stuff with Delilah, just us. Yes. I was going to so, say, I feel like I have to remind myself that we carve out time to do that with just her because he had a lot of just him time. Yes. A lot of just him time. And, and, I, I think he's, you know, he did tell me when we got back, he was like, Delilah was so cuddly this weekend, remember? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, he is, he is becoming a very, very good big brother. He's a great big brother. Um, yeah. And we're really proud of that. And we, I mean, I was afraid that it wasn't going to be that He was going to want to give her the boot. But we spent a lot of time at night, me and Garrett, talking about anything and everything. Yeah. You know, and, and when we came back from... Palm Beach. Well, first of all, you know, Jake, a business partner of mine, very good friend of mine, he bought a limousine 
And now that limousine is parked in our driveway and I took the kids to school uh-huh. in the limousine. And then Morning the whole, carpool and then the the whole neighborhood was texting, what the <laughs> fuck? Why is there a, limo- a limousine in your driveway? Um, but, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to Garrett and I told him, I said, you know, yes, I'm gone on the weekends, but let's talk about all the good things that we have because... I travel on the weekends. Yeah. You know, and, and making sure that he knows that and explaining to him like other kids, they have their pros and cons. Right. And then Garrett goes, what is pros and cons? And I explained, he goes, just say good or bad. <laughs> he said, there's good things and bad things. Right. I go, well, those are pros and cons. Right. Yeah. But we, you know, we spin there and I go, Hey, well, you know, this kid, well, his daddy, you know, only has Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Right. I have, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, you know, some daddies don't get to take their kids to school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. I do. Some daddies cannot go to lunch and eat lunch with you at school. I do. Right. So, you know, getting him to understand the, the pros and cons of what I do and him having him understand that you're not the only one with bad things. Yeah. Right. There's other people with, with bad things and, and, um, get him to understand that it's not just you. Yeah. Right. Yes. You meet your, your, you miss your daddy when he leaves on the road. Yes. Your daddy misses games, but I also get to coach. Yeah. I coach on Tuesdays with you. I go to your jujitsu and very soon I'll be able to coach at jujitsu when other dads, you know, there's a lot of dads yeah. and, and I don't know what their situation is, but there's a lot of moms and dads that drop the kid off at jujitsu. They go do whatever. And they come by. I am yeah. sitting there watching my son you know, and participating. And I'm not saying that I'm better than any other dad. I'm just saying that that I do get to do those things. Yeah. You know, and, but on the bad side, I do have to leave on the weekends. I do miss games on Saturdays. Yeah. Right. You are you don't have your daddy on on weekends when you're off for the whole day. Right. I mean, and he brought that up. He goes, he goes, yeah, daddy, but Saturdays. I have the whole day yeah, and you're not here, you know? And, and, and I said, I understand, but do other kids get to open for Michael Ray and Tim Montana? <laughs> you know, do other kids get to spend the day on a ranch throwing axes and playing video games? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it was really cool. But, but I, I also think that communication is the key and I want to make sure that I'm communicating with, because remember like, he'd be like, well, why are you treating Delilah like that? Yeah. And we had to explain to him now you get to see all the things we did with you, all the, how we treated you when you were, yeah. when you were that age. Right. Yeah. Um, but we did get home and, and Garrett ended up with the coffees. I had to take him to the doctor, had a cough. Yeah. I was like um, the coffees. I think you're talking about coffee, of, coffee. Speaking of like, uh, raising the bar uh-huh. after, you know, the doctor said, well, you, you know, you have to go back to school. You're fine. Uh-huh. No fever. I go, Hey buddy, I go, I'm going to pick you up lunch. What would you like? And he's like, sushi. <laughs> Can we get sushi? And I'm like, well, well, no, no. The thing is, you got to explain. The thing is, his lunch is so early. It's like you have to ten forty. You have to, but that means you're picking up his food at ten thirty in the morning. So like, places are still serving breakfast. The only place you can get like food is McDonald's. I think McDonald's. We have very limited options. Yeah, McDonald's, Whataburger. You know, he loves you're, Panda Express. They're not open. No, you're you better know. off going to like the no. grocery store and buying grocery store sushi. Then, but I think about it all the time, and and I don't, 
I think I was in my 20s. When you first had, yeah. Before yeah. I first had a California role. Yeah. Rick, Rick, how old were you when you first had a California role? Or started being introduced to sushi? 23 years old. Yeah. Well, me and you are about the same age. <laughs> me and you have almost the same career. Um, but yeah, so me too. I think it was like 22, 23 years old. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It wasn't until I started touring as a comic you well, because there was no sushi restaurant in Gregory Portland where we grew up. Oh, no, not even. I mean, now there in, now there's one, I think, but there there wasn't when we lived there. And then here's here's Garrett at six years old. Can we get sushi? <laughs> or we'll go to a nice steak restaurant, and he's like, "Ooh, they have king crab, Dad." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Now the kid wants king crab, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it is interesting how you end yeah. up somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's like your joke right now that you're doing about us living in our dream home, and Garrett just like coming home like it's normal oh no it's it's it is it is scary you know and you do you know that is the the bit that if you haven't seen me live i am talking about that that exactly is is this home that i'm sitting in right now is breathtaking to me um and i do take moments where i do get emotional and i stop and i go oh my god like i live there yeah and it is a big deal to me. Yeah. Right. And Garrett being born here. I mean, I was talking to him the other day and I said, son, let's talk about what we want in life. What do you want in life? Yeah. Have you thought about it, son? And what do you goes, say? Cause you know, dad, I just, he's like nothing crazy. I want a beautiful wife like yours. He goes, I want good kids and you know, no big deal. Just a little home like ours. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, we are fucked. <laughs> if he thinks this is a little home, we are fucked. Yeah. You know, but I think about like, you know, your parents uh, have become very successful uh-huh. and you grew up in a very beautiful home. Yes. F- especially for Portland standards. Right. Yeah. And I can imagine how, cause I, you know, your parents now and my parents come to our house and they're like, oh my God. Right. Yeah. And, and you look at where the little house that your grandparents grew up in, how they must've felt going to my parents, going house? to your parents yeah. house yeah. and going, oh my God, like my kids live like this. Yeah. You know, so it is really cool that, that your parents and my parents get to come here and go, oh my God, like, wow, this is yeah crazy, you know, cause it is, it is crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's even crazy to me that the people that live in our neighborhood in beautiful homes come to our home and go, Oh my God. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. You live in the same neighborhood. You're, you're my neighbor, you know? Um, but it is hard to, to teach that perspective to your children. Yeah. You know, and, and we hope to, and we're trying. And you're making jokes out of it. Yeah. We make jokes about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but we do have to let you go. Um, this podcast was, really interesting yeah you know i um i love you very much i love you too i have to say it first i love you very much i love you very much today you have nothing in your teeth (laughs) no i don't have anything in my teeth today but i realized i forgot to put on mascara so i'm gonna look like i have no eyes oh very quickly uh because we are running out of time how has the the what what day of the fat uh, of the uh detox are you on oh well traveling is hard and I like, and I wanted to enjoy my time with you. And I don't want to be like that person that's like, oh, I can't have this. And can you make my meal special like this? Like, I just, I don't, I don't want to do that. So, um, I actually fasted yesterday. I'm still fasting, actually. At <laughs> I know. The moment. Last night we were trying um, to watch the Kanye West documentary, and you were like, 
can you turn it down? I'm going to bed. I'm fasting. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry, dude. Um, but look, my ring, my new ring that you got me. Oh man! Now, if I could just lose it around my waist, apparently I lose it in my fingers. But man, when, when it when it ring. slides off and you lose that one, <laughs> I'm gonna buy you another one. With that being said, stevetrevino.com, go there, sign up for the email list so that you can get the videos first about with the I Speak Wife uh, video. We love you guys so very much. We can't wait to see you and shake your hand in person. Thank you so, so very much. And we will see you next time.